Heat Treat Radio picked up the phone recently and placed a call to Tom Morrison, CEO of the Metal Treating Institute, to talk about North America's largest heat treating event in 2018, Furnaces North America. I'm your host, Doug Glenn, publisher and founder of Heat Treat Today. Heat Treat Today is a heat treat industry media brand targeting manufacturers with in-house heat treatment, especially manufacturers in the aerospace, automotive, medical, and energy sectors, as well as general manufacturing. If you're looking for a one-stop shop event in 2018 to learn as much as you can about heat treating, stick around and listen to what Mr. Morrison has to say. It was a great honor to catch Tom Morrison on the phone for about 15 minutes in late May, just as he was exiting a high-energy MTI training program in Chicago. Tom and the Metal Treating Institute are located in Jacksonville, Florida, but Tom travels heavily and has a packed schedule. Tom and I first met when he entered the industry as the heir apparent of the Metal Treating Institute over 10 years ago when Lance Miller was preparing to retire. That was back in the days when I was the publisher of Industrial Heating Magazine, and it's been a real pleasure serving the industry with Tom for these past 10 years. Let's go ahead and jump right into the phone interview. So on the phone today with Tom Morrison, uh, who's the uh, CEO of the Metal Treating Institute, we're talking a bit about the uh, upcoming Furnaces North America event, which is going to be held when, Tom? What's the date? What are the dates? Thanks for having me, Doug. I'm very excited to be on here talking about Furnaces North America. I mean, it is the largest heat treat show in the world in 2018. Uh, people are going to come from all over the world, and it's going to be October 8th through the 10th in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the Indianapolis uh, Convention Center and Host Hotel is the uh, Marriott downtown connected to the convention center, but we've already are at 91%, I think 92% as of today, sold out of hotel rooms. So we've already got another block started at the Westin right next door, which is also connected to the convention center. So hotel rooms, exhibitor booth is sold out. So, I mean, lots of excitement around this show coming up in October. And lots of, uh, lots of, lots of <laughs> FNAs under your belt, but this is the first time in Indianapolis, correct? Uh, that is correct. We've held since 2006. When I got here, it was in Reno, and then 8 and 10 were in um, Nashville, 12 was in Orlando, and then 14, 14 and 16 were in Nashville, and now 18, we have made a switch and went to Indianapolis, which, by the way, um, according to all the convention services that book these things, uh, is the number one of the number one top convention cities in the country from an attendee standpoint. So a very foodie mm-hmm. town, very fun town, so I think it's going to have a lot of attractions for the uh, someone visiting Indianapolis just to come to see the event. They're also going to have some ancillary things to do as well. Right. Well, the heat treat industry is no stranger to Indianapolis. Obviously, been quite a few different shows there. But as anybody who's been to an FNA show knows, things are different at FNA. What's something to look forward to in this event? Well, you know, FNA has got this vibe to it. It's an energy. When people come in, we're, we are very uh, optimistic about the future. The future is running at every industry, including the heat treat industry, faster than ever before. And, and the future for now is, is unforgiving. It's imperative that people are changing and changing fast. And what we love about FNA is it's bringing together the who's who's list of equipment manufacturers, accessories, controls, sensors, you name it. It is in that show. And there's no other place that you can go. I mean, think about if you're captive or a commercial, you're sitting in your plant and there's absolutely no way you have 
you know, a full hour to sit down and just go over what kind of equipment do we need for the future and actually see that equipment. It'd take you a week to have uh, suppliers coming into your office, really looking in, and you can't really see the equipment. When you come to FNA, you're going to have 170 different top suppliers for you to sit and be away from the office and get a perspective of what's coming in the future. Here's what our needs are. How can you help us? And you get to do that all over a two-day span, which is just that saves somebody so much time and money because you can put focus on what I need to change about my business to be able to compete in the future. Because competition is going to be tough as things like artificial intelligence, um, uh, automation, robotics. Start. I just visited two heat treat plants that have robotics starting to enter their system, and they're very excited about how that's going to help them deal with the shortage of labor force. So anything and everything you could ever want to put in your business to make it better for the future is going to be in that 45,000 square feet of space. Nice, nice. Now, how about, because uh, you mentioned this, and I think it's important, There's a, there are actually two aspects to the FNA show, right? You've got your conferences that are go on typically in the morning, and you've got a exhibit that starts late morning, goes into the afternoon. Can you summarize for us, maybe give us a few highlights of what's going on on the program as far as the technical con- technical content? Yeah, we have a full educational team that's made up of commercial heat treaters and suppliers that are looking at the surveys that we've taken from members and heat treats and even captives, and and we're just listening throughout the year to say, what is the top things that people need to know about? And we've got 10 phenomenal tracks going on this year, summarized with uh, a total track on productivity and data, collecting data to formulate that data and be able to read it in a way that tells you how to predict the future with precision. Some great insights onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, FNC and nitriding, we got emerging technologies, things that's going to help you uh, automate your plant. Maintenance, maintenance is so key, keeping machines moving, not down. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a track for commercials out there called Heat Treat Business, which is going to have a couple of things on the energy market as well as how to market your services to um, captives that want to outsource more and, and gain that business. And then um, some more technical stuff will include some stuff on quenching and cooling, uh, evolving processes. Uh, new equipment, and then a big one that's huge in the aerospace world, standards and pyrometry. we got um, three amazing uh, t- uh, sessions going on in that. And the last one is just controls and materials. So pretty much everything you could ever imagine to make your on the top ends of what people is on their minds will happen between 8, uh, 7, eight o'clock and 11 o'clock, both days right before the show kicks in the gear. Right. Well, 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock being when those technical sessions are, and then the show starting around 10 or 11, right? So the uh, quick question, so you, you hit on it a little bit, but maybe expand on it a bit, because you know most of the or many of the people listening to this, uh, the target audience for Heat Treat today are the captive heat treaters. So maybe just speak directly to them. What Why come? What's going to be there for them? Well, you know, one of the things the exhibitors made a note to us in the last show what was so impressive is that people like Delta and Harley-Davidson and some other Boeing they didn't bring just their, their division manager of Heat Treat. They brought their team, and that's what's impressive about them and bringing a team. You want to bring your maintenance guy, your production guy, your operational person, I mean, the, the safety, because there's some of that in the, in the show for everybody. And it's, it's a crucial because it's hard for a division manager to come back and filter everything that they heard at the show. But if you can bring your three to four, maybe even your five top managers with you to the show and walk around the show – for captives specifically, the whole entire technical program is really built to reach out to them on a technical basis. So 
there's a lot to offer um, anybody that is touching heat treatment anyway in their shops that's doing the manufacturing and production in-house. Lot. So that's it. So manufacturers, if you're if you're uh, if you've got your own in-house or you're thinking about coming in-house or even not, because you you'll be able to run into all the suppliers of the equipment and the technologies and the consultants who know how to do the heat treating uh, if you're doing it or even if you're not. And if you're not doing it, you need somebody to. Uh, Outsourced to certainly there are a boatload of commercial uh, contract heat treaters there, so probably a good opportunity to spend you know one or two days in Indianapolis and find out quite a bit uh, without having to you know piddle around too much on the web and try to fish through Google and whatnot to find the answers that you well, need. If I, so. if I could expand on that a little bit, Doug, sure. you know you mentioned a very big item is the um, is the network of commercial heat treaters that will be there. Metal Treating Institute is the largest network of commercial heat treaters in the world with plants in 39 states and eight countries. And many of them will be at, over 100 of them will be at, if not 150 of them will be at that event, walking the show floor, being in the classrooms. And one of the big things that CAPTA's in-house heat treaters are really struggling with is everybody is, is finding good people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are choosing to outsource heat treating because they don't want to have to worry about trying to find people or steal them from other competitors they just want to get their parts and pieces done. So it's a, it's a way for a nice face-to-face interaction where they can really reach out to a couple of commercials and just talk to them about, tell me the advantages of us outsourcing large projects or a portion of our heat treat if you don't want to do it all. But commercial heat treaters really bring an element of special projects and capacity management um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the uh, captive out there. And FNA is a great place to, to sit, mingle, and connect in with commercials to see how that best fits in your outsourcing um, strategy. Great. Let's take a half a second just to let me ask you a quick question. I know mm-hmm. there are, are a good number of sponsors of this event. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got some great sponsors. Our opening night is uh, going to be sponsored by AFC Holcroft. Our opening night really is the sets the energy tone. There'll be 800 to 1,000 people in this ginormous reception with plenty of food to just for two hours just to get your, your week cut off, started off correctly. Um, Surface Combustion is a longtime member of MTI and a great sponsor of ours. And, and so they're sponsoring the trade show floor reception for the last hour and a half on the first day. You can get, you'll get food and, and drinks, compliments of Surface Combustion. Uh, Gaspar Furnace Group is sponsoring the actual conference technical part of the session. So those are our title sponsors of ASC Holcroft, Surface Combustion, and Gaspar. And then we have other general show sponsors who are sponsoring a number of things. Honeywell, Thermal Solutions will be there, Burner Company, uh, Eurotherm. Uh, by Schneider Electric will be there. They're sponsoring your hotel key. Whenever you go into your room, you're going to see their name and, and look to do business with them. Williams Industrial Services is also a general sponsor, as well as Safe Cronite. When you're looking for a good cup of coffee, you'll be able to go to Safe Cronite's coffee uh, deal around the straight show floor and grab a grab a quick cup of coffee. That little espresso you need about 3 o'clock on day two, right? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All right. Excellent. Appreciate it. All right. So let's wrap this up real quickly by just doing FNA by the numbers. Let me throw out a couple of things. Tell me if you know the numbers associated with these things. Okay. How many, okay. Booth, how many booths? Uh, 205. Square foot. Any idea? Uh, right around 48,000. All right. How about the number of exhibitors? I guess that's probably the same thing, right? Is the, is the number of uh, no, number? Well, we've got 205 um, 10x10s, but some take 10x20s, and I think that number is 180. 180 exhibitors. Very good. Okay. Estimated mm-hmm. number of attendees. You know, our largest show, Doug, has been um, just over 1,700, and we expect because we're in the deeper in the heart of manufacturing in Indianapolis, we feel like we're our goal is to break the 2,000. So we figure we're going to be somewhere between 1,700 
and 2000 attendees, given we're right in the heartbed where many people can just drive over to the show and, and, and take advantage of it for the two days. Okay, super. According to FNA's website, what's the, what's the timing left? I guess you've got a countdown clock there, huh? There's a countdown clock just like the space shuttle going off, and it's going to happen live on October 8th. So that's 136 days, 24 hours, 21 hours, and 24 minutes left uh, for people to go to. The website is furnacesnorthamerica.com. They can click on registration at the top to get their registration in, and they can click on the hotel to book their hotel room. So easy steps to get involved and come to the show and really get what they need for the future. But 136 days left, and it will go by before we know it. There you go. So furnacesnorthamerica.com and registration is open now. That is correct. Super. And the last question, number of technical sessions. I think you mentioned that already, but how many? Uh, 35. 35 technical sessions and how many different tracks? Uh, we have 10 different tracks. 10 different tracks. Very good. All right. Tom Morrison, CEO, Metal Treating Institute, excited about... FNA coming up October 8th through the 10th. Sorry, October 8th through 10 in Indianapolis. Hope everybody can make it. Tom, thanks a lot for uh, joining us. All right, Doug. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Take care. That's it for this edition of Heat Treat Radio. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me directly. My email is doug at heattreattoday.com. If you want to get in touch with Tom Morrison, you can email me or go directly to Furnaces North America's website. That's www.furnacesnorthamerica.com and send Tom an email from there. Don't forget, registration is now open. Bring your entire team to Indianapolis, October 8 to 10. See you there. If you'd like more Heat Treat Radio, including our series on metallurgical poster children, where we interview new, young minds in the world of heat treating, please visit our website at www.heattreattoday.com and click on Heat Treat Radio or simply Google Heat Treat Radio. Visit our website frequently. We post one new heat treat news or technology item nearly every weekday. Our content is targeted at manufacturers with in-house heat treat departments, especially in aerospace, automotive, medical, and the energy sectors. Visit us at www.heattreattoday.com. And finally, if you have a specific topic you'd like to see covered on Heat Treat Radio, please contact me directly at doug at heattreattoday.com. Heat Treat Radio podcasts are the sole property of Heat Treat Today and cannot be reproduced without permission and appropriate attribution. This episode of Heat Treat Radio was produced and mixed by Jonathan Condon, Butler, Pennsylvania. My name's Doug Glenn. Thanks for joining us.